Welcome to Accented the Podcast, where the audience gets to hear a real conversation from real people who use real English. It might sound ordinary, but the stories the guest shares are extraordinary. Each episode features an interview with someone who has a distinct English accent, which will help with your English comprehension in the real world. In this week's episode, we'll be hearing from Cicely, who is a Chinese student studying in Australia. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Accented. I've had a huge week and I found out that Accented had 5,000 downloads since we launched in February. So thank you to everybody who has been supporting the program. I would love if you could write a review for the Accented podcast as it would be great to get it out to as many people as possible. Now, on Saturday, the 25th of July, I am going to be doing a live question and answer session about using Accented to help improve your English. Now, if you would like to be involved, all you have to do is write a review and then send me an email. I'd also like to hear from you as to what you want to hear in the show. So I've created a Google form, which you will find in the show's notes. And you can be anonymous. I've already had some people who've given me some feedback and I don't know who it is. You can let me know who it is if you want as well. But if you want to not let me know, that is fine as well. But I want to hear what you find beneficial in the show or what you'd like me to change or what you really want to hear. So please give me that feedback as I'd really like to continue creating a show that suits most the audience. Now getting back to today's episode, I have interviewed Cicely, who is a Chinese student studying here in Sydney. We actually met at university and she has left Sydney Uh, in the last year and has moved to Adelaide, which is another main city in Australia, not as big as Sydney. Sydney is the biggest city here. And she is continuing her study. She was studying English to teach English when she goes back to China. And now she's studying social work. Now, social work is an industry where people help other people who may be disadvantaged. So she explains that she studied education, but then realized she needed to understand the background of her students, as that would really help her know how she could help them. Cicely mentions the word backstory. Now, backstory means what we know before something. So she was saying that she wanted to get to know the student's backstory. So understand what is happening before they come to school, which is something you never see as a teacher. You just see the student. So to understand their backstory is to understand what we're not seeing. So for example, if a student came to school and they're a refugee from another country, we don't know what their life was like. And generally, a refugee has had a very hard life because they are escaping their country. So by understanding a student's 
life outside of the classroom, that can help you as a teacher because you can work out ways to help the student learn. Cicely mentions that the city she comes from in China is famous for the terracotta warriors. Now, if you've never heard of these, terracotta is basically a substance like clay that you can make bowls out of. It's a brownish substance uh, that also pots that you put plants inside. So the terracotta warriors are actually made of this substance, like warriors as in soldiers. All right, let's get on with the show. On today's episode, I am speaking with Cicely, who is living in Adelaide, Australia, and she originally came from China. Hi, Cicely. Hello, Kim. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? I'm good, thank you. Now, tell us a bit about how you ended up in Australia and where you come from in China. Uh, okay, so I came from um, a city called Xi'an, which is located in right in the middle of uh, China. Yes, okay. and um, it is famous for its historical sites and uh, history, his, history stories, things like that. Yeah. What type of historical sites? Like Terracotta Warrior. <gasps> I yeah. love the Terracotta Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's... Yes, that's in my hometown, yes. <laughs> when I was living in Paris, yeah. uh, the Terracotta Warriors came over, except I think I was leaving Paris. That's why I never got to see them. Oh, what do you mean they came over? Well, they packed them up, I guess, on a plane and oh. brought some of the Terracotta Warriors over to France <laughs> okay. to put in a museum. Oh. So what's the story with the Terracotta Warriors? I think um, it is actually buried with the the emperor after they die. Okay. So they are the warriors made of stones. So they are supposed to, uh, how to say, to keep the emperor safe in his afterlife, something like that. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So you ended up in Sydney, but now in Adelaide. So... How long have you been here and where did you go to first? Okay, I've been here in Sydney for almost three years and I came here for my you know, master's degree. When I was in Sydney, I was studying English education. Uh, that's when I met you and mm-hmm. all our classmates and I did one year there and later I did another you know, one-year working holiday visa trying to explore a bit more and uh, have a one-year gap. And I feel like, uh, okay, um, I want to do something else. And um, I always feel like um, like being a teacher, sometimes I cannot help some students. I found like uh, I feel like the problems or I, I'd say difficulties for them is not uh, something what I can solve in class. There's many backstories for some of my students back in China, and I feel like a social work may and gave me some insights um, on how to help them, support them to face their difficulties in a more broad way. So that's why I came here, 
Um, so you're doing social yeah. work now yeah. and you've got your education degree. Yes. Wow. How long do you have left to study in Adelaide? One year, pretty much, yeah. One year to go. And then the plan is to go back to China? I may work here for several years uh, to gain some experience and then I'll see, yes, how it goes and everything, yeah. You mentioned to me that you lived in America. Oh, yeah. Whereabouts in the U.S. did you live? Uh, in Boston. Uh, uh, yeah, lived there for one, one year as exchange student during my bachelor degree. Yep. I'm so jealous. I really want to go to Boston. <laughs> yeah, but it was so cold. Oh, my gosh. Two meter snow. Oh, my God. You, <laughs> it was so cold. Oh, really? Cold. Yes. Well, my family was supposed to move to Montreal, which wow. is not too far from Boston. Boston we were yeah. supposed to move two months ago, but because of COVID-19, we are stuck in Sydney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, everything will become better soon. Hopefully. Yeah. So, you were in Boston on exchange. Yeah. And what are the differences between the Americans and Australians? Oh, my God. Accent, <laughs> definitely accent. Because uh, as I mentioned to you before, I grew up, mm -hmm. you know, watching American movies, basically, uh, since I was young. And I love American accent. And I, I learned English from a foreign teacher who also has American accent. And I was very happy when I was in Boston because I can learn more of the accent and the culture and everything. And after I came to Australia, I have to say, oh, my goodness, <laughs> everything's different. Suddenly I cannot <laughs> understand English <laughs> sometimes, yeah. And especially here in Adelaide, you know, I speak to some of, you know, some of my, because now I'm doing placement in the community center and some of our clients service users, they're like old, old people their elders and your accent oh my god it's like okay like good night mai how are you something like that <laughs> how's it going are you after oh my god sometimes i really cannot understand <laughs> but I, i'm trying I, to get used to it yeah <laughs> I, i love your your accent you've really tried to take on the australian accent there that's yeah. fantastic <laughs> yeah it was it was funny and I started to, you know, love it because, <laughs> yes, that's how you, you know, fell in love with the new country and the new city. <laughs> you start with the accent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're a dancer. I've seen some of your videos. Uh, tell us a bit about that. Okay. So I've been dancing for like uh, eight years. I joined a fitness training program. And I finished that and I tried to become a full-time dance trainer and fitness trainer. But somehow it's very hard in China because um, I'd say there's not very uh, systematic, you know, um, uh, not a very good system, I'd say. So everyone basically can become a trainer. So that actually add a bit, uh, you know, disadvantage for me because I paid a lot for the training. And I danced for many years and again, I have a lot of experience, but somehow anyone can become a 
dance trainer. So that's why I decided to have, uh, you know, training, maybe just um, do a, you know, formal teaching, have uh, tried to do this formal teaching uh, and do this degree uh, in TISO. Yes. But I never give up on dancing. So I've been training really hard and working out almost um, four times a week, four times or five times a week. And I hear in Adelaide, I joined a group. Uh, we are called uh, Chaotic. So we basically do K-pop, Korean pop dance, and we video. And yes, we do live stream, things like that. And I now started to teach in Adelaide as well, so which is really good. <laughs> yeah, I will have to put some of these videos in the links on the podcast yeah, sure. because that would be cool to watch. And I, I don't know a lot about K-pop, but I do like um, the K-pop that I've heard. Yes, yeah, so it's it's basically originated from hip-hop, straight jazz, I have to say that, and it's now become a commercial jazz, which is, you know, more it's, it's easier to learn, but it's just um, um, the dance, it just so fits with the lyrics and, uh, you know, the beats and everything. So it's easy to learn, but looks so good. So that's the basic concept of K-pop, like from my understanding. Yeah. So that's why it's so popular. Yeah. And I I actually haven't been to Adelaide, but I know that they have a lot of uh, street performers. Is it Rundle Mall? Oh, yes. Where they yes. do the, yeah. Yes. That's where we do the um, most of our um, dance video. Uh, we do this called public dance so we dance in public uh it, okay it's called k-pop in public if you google it or you youtube it you're gonna find you know tons of uh, videos uh k-pop in public we did uh, we film in public and we tried to catch how the you know passengers react on our dancing so that's the concept yeah it's really fun. and what is the reaction oh so Oh, some people they they love it. They dance with us, and some children, especially the little ones, they just jump in and uh, dance with us, which is really cute. But some people, you know, can be crazy people, and um, <laughs> sometimes, yes, embarrassing us. But oh, was, really? Overall, it was good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's generally a positive yeah, experience. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. How old were you when you started to learn English? Mm, started, oh, my God, since kindergarten. <laughs> wow, so yeah. it's been a long time. Yeah, I have to say that, uh, you know, now I'm learning the social work, like, program. I have to say that I'm very privileged to uh, have had access to English since I was very young. Not many people have that opportunity to learn um, when they were very young, uh, which to me is a huge opportunity and um, ch- uh, and privilege. Yes. Yeah. No, it would be. And you decided uh, early on that you wanted to uh, go to an English-speaking country? Mm. Uh, yes. I think I was 
uh, largely influenced by the uh, American movies, as I mentioned to you before. So yeah, I always want to you know leave and travel to English speaking country and uh, learn the culture and everything. Yeah. Before I end our, our interview, I just wanted to say because. I called you Sisley. Mm-hmm. Could you tell us your name in Chinese? Okay, so my uh, name in Chinese is Shi Li. So Shi is my first name, and Li is my last name. Um, yeah. So you know, in China, people um, tend to double the first name. I don't know if I explain it right. By double, I mean. My name is Xi. My first name is Xi, right? Um, so they double it. They call you Xi Xi. Yeah. So you call people double by doubling their first name. You're trying to, you know, show your how to say, show your warm, show your warmth, and show that you are very close to that person. So my Chinese name is Xi Xi, and my Li Ye, Xi Xi Li. So it's really like Sisley. That's oh, wow, hard. It's a gorgeous name. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's nice. I know it must be hard for uh, as much as I try to say people's names correctly in Chinese. You're right. I guess yeah. I there's some of the sounds I I'm just not familiar with yeah. or I don't know. Yeah. So it's really cool that you could find a way to try and replicate your name yes. in English. Yeah, I have to say that um, many people they try really hard on you know foreign a foreign name, which they are not quite familiar with, and I think that's very that's highly culturally sensitive. As a foreigner, as a Chinese, I really appreciate your efforts to try to pronounce and try to bring this up to ask what my Chinese name is. So I really appreciate. Yeah. Thank you. I I yeah I know.、Um... Some of my Chinese friends I've asked before and said, "How about you know I use your Chinese name?" And some have just said, "Oh, look, it's fine because it's so hard to pronounce. I just go by my English name." But um, yeah, yeah. But thanks、something. for asking. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. And it's fa- like I'd love to hear how it sounds. And it sounds um, it's a really beautiful name when you say it. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, thank you for telling us. All about your history and your time、um, in Australia and traveling the world, and yeah, check out some of those dance videos. You you are an amazing dancer. I've seen some of your videos, so thank you. I'll make sure to share them、uh, in the podcast. So thanks, Cicely. Thank you, Kim. All right, bye. Please make sure you check out some of Sisley's dancing videos. They are incredible, and I've put the links in the show's notes. Now, I don't think I need to go into too much detail about K-pop. I think Sisley gave a really good explanation about what it is, as it's a very famous Korean pop music. So, go and Google some K-pop. Have a listen. See if you like it. I want to go over some words that Sisley mentioned in the interview. And she said that she realizes now how privileged she was as a child to learn English. Now, a privilege means that you have something more than someone else, possibly an opportunity as well, or you have more opportunities. Now, Cicely was saying that not everybody 
was able to learn English as early as she was in China. And that's why she feels very privileged. It's a gift to know a second language. And that has given her lots of opportunities. She also says that I was culturally sensitive when I asked her how to pronounce her name. Now, to be culturally sensitive means that I'm not judging a culture by giving it positive or negative values. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Accented the Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Law. Accented is released on the 15th and 30th of each month. If you'd like to find out more, head on over to kimslawofenglish.com. Don't forget to write a review on the podcast platform that you're using. Bye for now.